Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week, another episode of Dragon Ball Super. I'm your host, Lost Leon. With me, as always, the effervescent Ben Elhermosen. I'm particularly, I'm made out of bubbles. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, what? Uh, Ben how are you doing, sir? I'm... A live wire. Thanks to you, he's alive. Um, well, we're here, brother, brother, in the apex of the holiday season. Um, we are between uh, Black Friday and Christmas Eve. Uh, and therefore, it is time to overspend on capitalistic ideals. Like gifts. <laughs> Time to spend money to show that you love people in your life. Um, I can't wait, Benel. Because I really don't like having this money. <laughs> I truly hate money. This money and that I'll I do have. Anything to, and I'll do anything to be rid of it. If it, means, if it means expressing that I love the people in my life, then I will... I will throw this money into the fireplace. Which doesn't... Ex I don't know how that expresses that, but it... <laughs> well, let's say it does. I tossed aside. Dinero. Get out of here. Get out of here, Dinero. Get out of here, not like Dinero. Not, not, not Robert. Not, not, yeah, or, or not Dominic Dinero, either. <laughs> no, neither of them, though. I mean... Yeah. Spanish for money. I'm here to uphold capitalistic Christian ideal. I mean, that's all I'm here to do. I'm, I'm here to get people right with Christ. That's why I do this podcast. I don't know if you, I, I don't know about you, but I'm here to get people right with Christ. Yes, I know the okay. gift giving part of Christmas is a pagan ritual. Don't at me. I'm not. I'm nowhere to be added, except on Instagram. You can add me there. You but can you can't actually add me there. You'd have to comment on a thing I you post. Have to yeah, yeah, you gotta like, yeah. You have to tag. Make a video of yourself yelling angrily about how Christmas is based on a pagan gift-giving tradition, and then tag me and be like, "See, you idiot!" And then, and then be mad in the video. And then kill yourself because I. <laughs> no, 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 no! But then we'll have a feud. That you do that, then I'll make a response. And then I mean, people will be like, oh, have a few to me. are they going to fight or are they going to kiss? And then people won't know. And then we'll like, well, make the it if ubiquitous. I, if, I, if, I, if you kill ubiquitous? yourself, then you win the feud. <laughs> no, if you kill yourself, then you win the feud. Yeah. I meant mysterious, not ubiquitous. <laughs> make our feud ubiquitous. Brother, Put it everywhere. <laughs> brother, if you kill... Guys, if you're in a feud with somebody, kill yourself. That way... No, but hell... You win. No, that way you win. But no, seasonal depression is a real thing, and I will not have my podcast uh, tell people, people to unalive themselves. <laughs> and people say that's the other thing. Can I ask a question? And I, I, I mean this. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I mean this in all sincerity. Did people start saying unalive to be sensitive 
to people with depression no. or to get no. around YouTube's bullshit rules. You get around bullshit. Or is it YouTube's YouTube bullshit. or is it like anybody like who makes contents like pot? Like, is it, is this, what I'm asking is, is this an actual human? Like, <laughs> are people trying to be sensitive to their fellow man or is this some bullshit thing we have to do to, to our corporate overlords to say I'm alive now? Yeah. That's my actual question. Bullshit, bullshit corporate overlords. <laughs> bullshit corporate. I'm not trying to be cynical, but I'm really asking. I, I want to know. No, no. It literally <laughs> is to get around the algorithm. Okay, because so that's what it feels like, all right? <laughs> and I'm not trying to be insensitive to people who have, had, have suicidal it, thoughts. I'm just I'm actually just asking. Um, Man, look. <laughs> as a person that is constantly beset by suicidal thoughts. I don't care enough about <laughs> the, your mean words. The saying, unalive yourself, make you feel better than suicide? Does it... No, I don't give okay. a shit. I'm, but what if I'm it does listening. for other people, Benel? You know, oh, okay, you that's know a fair point. That's a fair you know, point. <laughs> you know what? I'm not listening. I don't care. Uh, that's a fair point. That's okay. If I, like, when I... When I'm in crisis mode and I think about killing myself, I'm not fucking... I'm not on YouTube looking at videos and deciding and going by there. I'm not going by there. Like I'm not on YouTube going like, man, this guy makes a great point about suicide. I better go do it. That's not. To, that's to not be clear, what. I'm I'm really not trying to be the whole like edgy comedian says you can't even kill yourself anymore. I'm really not trying to. That's not my gimmick. I'm not trying to pull yeah, this gimmick. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't think this is. I don't know if we're actually helping people. By, I don't. Maybe we are. If we are, I'll yeah, do it. No, I don't. I swear. I don't. I don't have an ego about. I don't care if I can't say suicide. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't say suicide anymore. Blah. I'm really not gonna do that. But I really. Yeah. I don't know if that's what's happening here. I. You know what, like fucking. All, you know what is true suicide pre- prevention? Giving people money. That is actually will prevent people from committing suicide. <laughs> like. <laughs> Ninety percent of the time, I'm That's like actually, that. Actually, is true. Contemplating <laughs> suicide is because I'm too poor to fucking live. Yeah, that's it's because I feel like I'm burdened by not having the means to provide for myself and my family. Therefore, I feel burdened by goddamn suicidal thoughts. You want to yeah. give me? You want suicide relief? Other than mental health, other than more money for mental health. How about you give people fucking money? You know, they say like things like money can't buy you love and like, uh, like, uh, that's the, a Beatles song I know, but it's also a cliche. <laughs> Before it was a Beatles song, it was also a cliche. People say all types of shit about what money can't get you, but you know, it can get you like therapy and like things that are helpful and like, things, yeah. the, like food and, um, stability and secu- security about the future. Which, if you don't have those things, they might lead you to be depressed <laughs> and considered doing bad things. At least Joe Biden's going to cancel all of our college debts, right? Yeah, really, we, we had that, guys. Our fucking hero. We had that. We had that. All right. That's okay. enough preamble ramble. That's enough preamble ramble for one, <laughs> one episode. Is it? Is it, Benel? Is it? Is my guild? I play a red-blue deck? <laughs> turn one is a guild gate past the turn i uh, uh i don't know i don't I, I've, I've lost guys it if you now. get if you get that reference that's really great i've that's lost really it fuck. 
Pretty great reference. Hey, you want fuck Wizards of the Coast too? While I'm at it, how about I don't know, I don't know, I don't no, know what you, I'm doing, Vanel. I, mean, I don't know. I've lost the, the thread. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> can, you can throw down the fuck Wizards of the Coast anytime. I'll raise that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think everybody's round. on board now. <laughs> I'll raise that Is anybody not on board? Plan. Is anybody who's not on board with fuck Wizards of the Coast at the end Yo, of 2023? Half finder took owl bears out of they said fuck yourself <laughs> they were like yo take your cute owl mixed with a bear and go fuck yourself watsy well yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got rid of owl bear that now that's a shot across the bow dude yeah that that's the thing that made they made me like pay attention to second edition i was like well god they are fuck they are serious they are serious. <laughs> they are uh, serious about them. They yeah. were like, get this D&D shit out of my rule book. <laughs> get, take your dungeons and your dragons and go fuck yourself. <laughs> get the fuck out. We're Paizo, bitches. <laughs> never, seen, never seen a corporation more misinterpret their own fan base than <laughs> fucking wizards. I've never in my life seen uh, I've never seen I've never seen a corporation realize how inconsequential they are to their own fan base. It's kinda hilarious, I love it. It's it's, it's, it's the like thing it's, is it's like a microcosm of what should be happening like you know, in the world, but it doesn't enough. Yeah, fair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, it happened! It happened recently for the Escapists too. They just realized they they realized they they fucked up. They fucked up huge. What happened there? Uh, they fired the head editor for the Escapist, oh. and so all of the video production staff just left and started their own China <laughs> that they own. Just wow, wow, insane, nice. Just nice. fucking bananas. Biggest misinterpretation of where you stand on the pecking order. Just like the the dudes, the corporate overlords were like, yeah, no, they'll just, we're going to fire this guy and then replace him with another guy. And then the video staff went like, no, this guy is awesome. We're going to just leave and start. No, we're going to leave now. And so the escapists went from like, you know, lost 300,000 subscribers in like a day or something. That's amazing. That's and that's like one like, of the best stories I've ever heard. <laughs> and it's like legitimately fucking amazing. <sighs> it's like you guys can't fuck this up. See, Benel, sometimes fu- sometimes good things do happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm See? just like it's just amazing. It's like you can't fuck this up. You couldn't have fucked this up better. <laughs> they really couldn't have fucked this up better. <sighs> honestly, that story. Honestly, I feel better now after hearing that story. I think I was starting to lose it. I was starting to lose my mind. Um, I, I just really wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. And that story did it. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. it. Let's do... Uh, should we do Let's Dragon do Ball? Dra- <laughs> Let's do Dragon Ball. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-da-da! Huh! Bam, 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 bam. 
Uh, all right, episode 30. Somebody better call Tony Schiavone because this episode starts with a uh, sting. Sting. I like that Tony Schiavone does Kill that the call because like, he, he, he sounds like he's uh, falling out of a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought of it that way, but yeah, that's a good point. It's sting. Brother, now hold on to your hat. We're only going to have like... A few more of those, brother, brother. Yeah, we are only going to get a few more of them. Don't cry too soon on me. I need you for Dragon Ball. I just... I might actually cry a little bit when Sting retires. I'm just saying. I'm not even, be ready I'm not for even, it. I'm not even a big Sting guy, but that's like... I don't know. That's going to hit me hard. Wrestling retirement. They get me. They get me every time. I have to be completely honest with you. Before he came to AEW, I never once gave a single fuck about Sting. <laughs> However... Mm-hmm. This run, imagine that. Imagine having that whole run he had in WCW and TNA. And yet, for me, a 33-year-old grown man, this is the run that did it for me. (laughs) See, this proves our old adage. If you jump off of stuff, people will like you. It's a true adage. Jeff Hardy, Hangman Page, Sting. Jump off of things. Why do you think Sammy Guevara keeps doing it? Fucking right. Everybody hates he, him, and then he jumps off some shit. And then he's like, all right, Sammy's awesome. And then you're like, fuck. It worked again. Ah, uh, he's all right, actually. Yeah, uh, we're just, ah, uh, he's all right. This and then he fucks right. it up again, and then he jumps off of something else, and they're, and it's like, psycho continue. Nobody has fucked up their own overness more than Sammy Guevara. But he, he always jumps off of things. Yeah, he and they will always let him jump off of things. Yep. Uh, so this episode starts with a creepy little monster sitting on a fat guy's lap. Okay. Yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> Sounds like a beginning of a fable. Yeah. And the the guy stubs out his cigarette because he's fat and he's capitalist, and he goes kill. And I'm like, that's a perfect. That's a perfect metaphor for capitalism, right there. That <laughs> actually is. That's how it starts. <laughs> I actually kind of forgot, even though I literally just watched this. That is how it starts. Yeah. Uh, we anyway, we start we start this episode with a bitching ass tune, and narrator informing us that Goku is on the quest to retrieve his grandfather's four star Dragon Ball. Uh, Kintoon hits a bump in the road, <laughs> and Goku gets knocked off. Yep. Uh, Un scoops up Goku before Goku meets his demise on some dragon spikes. And then and then flies Goku through an orange grove uh, as a way of apology. Yeah, that was weird, <laughs> but it did happen. Wild. Uh, yeah, I'm like, did he hear like an air draft or something? Like an air gust? Uh, he, hit a, he hit a bump in the sky. You know how there's bumps in there? Up there? Yeah, there's, bump, there's bumps in the sky. That makes sense. Like if he, sure. if he I, I don't know. Yeah. Nobody explains to me how Kintun Un works. Is it intelligent? Oh, the flying nimbus? Yeah. Um, it's a sentient cloud that will only carry you if you're pure of heart, but can fly really fucking fast. Weird judgy ass cloud. Yes. Uh, Goku consults his dragon radar and finds that the Dragon Balls do west of his location while the great Emperor Pilaf dreams of monkeys. Yes, he's Dark. terrified of great, Big, great monkeys. Monkeys. Uh, Shun, the dog, ni- the dog ninja, 
uh, wakes up Pilaf and lets him know that there was a ping on the Emperor's Dragon sensor. Uh, Pilaf remembers the day one year before one year before he encountered the Green Dragon, and soon the Dragon Ball will be his again. That is, if Pilaf can avoid killing himself by opening a window and almost flying out, revealing that he is actually in the clouds as he is now in a flying fortress. Yeah, so since Great Ape Goku destroyed his castle, now he's in a flying fortress. Somehow. And he's an idiot, so he just opened the window and almost fell to his death. Shun the dog ninja, who he treats like dog shit, saves his life. And I wish he wouldn't have. Honestly. Yeah. I was, like, upset that he tried to save him. It's, I was like, bro, just like... let him die. Let this... Yeah. Let the let Pilaf fucking die. Let him go, bro. Let him go. Like, you don't need to save him. Like Black Widow? And the... <laughs> let me go. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Emperor Pilaf is that he can't have children, and therefore he has no value. Yeah, that is also true. As all women are to be judged that way? I mean, that that's how I judge my wife. <laughs> I let her know that, too. You see, we yeah. know that Hawkeye at... is of greater value than Black Widow because he has a family. Yeah. Yep, that's what we learned from that movie. Black Widow cannot have children, <laughs> therefore she's of no value. Yeah, lesser value. At the very least, lesser value than Hawkeye. Then they, they they rewrote it because they're like, hey, she has a family now. So did she? She has a family. We gave her like a like a fake family. Right but, now that know. she's dead, let's release a movie with her. Let's get her sister over, because we have to legacy the Black Widow merch and character. Even though we gotta we legacy all this shit, bro. We have to do that after we killed her, and told the audience she's of lesser value than Hawkeye. Brother, we just look. We don't know what we're doing. Listen. <laughs> I know what you is, think. <laughs> Listen, we're better than DC, who got their female lead over in the third movie. <laughs> to be clear. Like, I mean, they are better than DC, but I'm saying in this, in this like, instance, they weren't, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they weren't. Look, Marvel gets a lot of shit, but this is a cartoon movies made for children, and if you take... yes. Too seriously, you're a fucking moron. No, but they are fun when they do. It is fun to shit on th things like this, though. <laughs> but also, <laughs> that's true of everything. Yeah, there of course. Go. Yeah, of course. No, I, I, I liked. I like a uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. Man, I like. I like. I like B plus movies. My yeah. favorite movie. You know what my favorite movies are? The the guys that make Happy Death Day. Have like this slate of fucking movies. Yeah, the the one that's they, um Groundhog Day with a, the teenage blonde chick. Yeah, yeah. So they just did that. They did Freaky Friday, but with uh, you know the same thing. Freaky Friday, but with serial killer. They yeah. just did Back to the Future, but with serial killer. Like they do one kind of movie, eighties movie, but with serial killer. Right, and it fucking rules. It fucking rules. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about, but I gotta, I gotta look up what those other ones were. So. Because, yeah, yeah, watch Freaky. Freaky. Watch Freaky. Freaky's a fucking hoot. It's a goddamn crowd pleaser. Me and, my, me and my wife watch that, and we fucking, we fucking love it. Because they're just solid B-grade movies. 
They're not trying to reinvent the wheel. No. They're not trying to do anything cool. They do. They're not trying to do. They are giving you fucking just. It's just a good meatloaf. This is a good meatloaf. That's fair. But now, counterpoint. Have you seen the trailer for Furiosa? I have not. It just came out. Uh, yeah, last night. Me and the boys were hanging out. Shouts to Sean Traj. And Sean Trad was like, Furiosa trailer dropped. I dropped everything. We watched that shit. <laughs> is, it a, is it a prequel? Yes, sir. Damn. Who is young Charlize Theron, you might be asking. Especially mm. if you're like me and you're stupid and you thought Charlize Theron was going to play younger herself. <laughs> mm. uh, no, it's Anya Taylor-Joy. The highly esteemed Anya right. Taylor-Joy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's it a... does. Yeah, it does. She's kind of yeah. goaded right now, so. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. She's also like the level of like, how do I put this? You can throw a bunch of dirt on her and still tell that she's attractive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is perfect for a Mad Max movie. That's what you want from Ex- Mad Max. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that woman buried in mud is fucking hot. This woman has not showered in three months. God damn. She's still fucking hot. God, God damn, she's hot. God, she's pretty. God damn, she's hot. <laughs> Covered in dirt. This, this woman has not eaten a fruit ever in her life. Damn, mm. she's hot. I eat her fruits, though. Anyway. <laughs> I'm watching Listen, I watch that, uh, yeah, I watch that after we're done. We only get a movie like like that good like every like five years though. We get like every yeah. five years we get like a Fury Road. Yeah. But in between that, what do we have? We have what MCU does. We have the Happy Death Day people. We have a bunch of whatever Eli, Eli Roth will make then, a horror and, movie, and then and then we have a, a fucking amazing TV. Yeah, that's a good point. We have some of the best TV we have ever had in the history of the world. Also, golden age of anime. I'd be also saying. golden age of anime. When they're not trying to kill their fucking staff. That's why it's so good, because they work overwork these fucking people. <laughs> they're trying to murder the staff. They're trying to uphold a standard that they set too high, to be honest. Yo, for real. I, I'm amazed they did JJK Year Zero in four months. They probably shouldn't have. They were killing these people. These people must were, have been. They just shortened the lives of these motherfuckers. Literally, yes. But goddamn, was that movie good? There are people who like will never play catch with their son because they worked on that shit. Just lives destroyed. Fuck! If you have to mulch people to get, I'm not saying they have to. You don't have to mulch people because fucking Studio Ghibli takes two years to make their films, which exactly. is probably the amount of time you actually fucking need. Yeah, to make quality, yeah, it should be to make a quality film. You need about two years. They did two years and four months, which is not good for anyone. No, fuck not. Is that movie good. Like yeah. UFO Table takes about a year and a half to get this shit good. Like that's the problem. It's like Mafa wants to be UFO Table. Yeah, I or mean Studio Bones. Everybody's trying to stay ahead of the curve, you know. I yeah. Uh, Are we to blame Benel? Have- Let me ask you something here. Uh, not I don't really mean this, but like. Remember it's like One Punch Man season two? Yeah. Remember how it was like kind of mid, right? Yeah. I but then because it was mid, everybody said it was like bad. 
and threw a hissy yes. fit about it, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because it had the animation quality of like 2003. Yeah, it had <laughs> it had a reduced animation quality. And the same thing happened with Boku no Hero in the uh, you know second third season. It's sure. Like, right. Like the animation quality was not as good as the first season. Okay. And everybody threw a hissy fit. Yeah. So are we somewhat to blame here? I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, obviously, the consumers are. I, mean, <laughs> I know you would yeah, agree. But obviously, obviously. I don't think we really are, but I, because I, even if the consumers complain, I don't I, like. The consumers are playing. Don't like I, work I, your fucking people to the bone, like. Like here's the thing about audiences: you have to understand it. They don't know what the fuck they want, and uh, half of the time, they don't understand why you're doing anything you're doing, even if you explain it to them. They're like, they're, as I used to say, bovine witted, like. Meadly mouth, uh, consumer hogs. Damn. Uh, they are there only to it's harsh, consume things and then shit things out. That's their role in society, and I that do, will always be. I, you know, but I do love to do that. I'm not gonna lie. I love. <laughs> I absolutely love consuming things and then shitting them out. It feels great. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, it's the best. <laughs> it's the fucking best. I can't lie. It does feel pretty good. You know why we? You know why we created society? Because that shit is fucking awesome. Consuming yeah. things and then shitting it out and not thinking about it again. That's fucking amazing. You know, it's not really cool to talk about it, but like consuming, yeah, like consumerism is sure is bad, like everybody has it brought up. But man, consuming things is, is pretty lit. <laughs> it's, pretty it's, fucking, it's fucking dope shit. Consuming things and then shitting them out is pretty fun. It's really great. It's good stuff. Yeah. Some shit, bro. All about it. I the watched two John Wu uh... movies yesterday, Benel. We did we did a double feature. They're fucking great. They're fucking awesome. We watched we watched Better Tomorrow and Hard Boiled back to back. It's fucking fucking ruled. You know what's better than that? Consuming something and then dispose of it and never thinking of it again. That's fucking great. (laughs) See, that's the thing. I that's I'm gonna think about those movies. But (laughs) well, you're fucking up now. You see, that's the thing. He he made affecting art. That's fucking problem. Yeah, that is the, that, no. is, that was his fault. No, they have to be like uh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. You ah. never think about it again. Oh, like when, uh, or like my Mike Mike kills or whatever Halloween kills. Yeah, Halloween kills or or, or uh, the ghost the all women's Ghostbusters. You'll never <laughs> think of that moment. You'll never think of that moment. I saw that in theaters with my ex. I totally forgot about that. You'll never think of that movie again. Oh, what about Terminator? Oh, Terminator Genesis. You'll Genesis. Never think about that. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Or Dark Feet, or Dark Fate, or fucking Dark Rise Phoenix. Of the, you'll never. Yeah, Rise of the Machines. You'll never think of those movies again. Ever. You'll never think of those movies again. And then someone will show up on TikTok and be like, "Wait, they made that into a movie? What the fuck?" Because you'll never think of that movie again. Robocop, the Robocop remake. That was a thing? You, yeah, you don't remember it. I don't. Nobody remembers it. <laughs> Nobody true. remembers it. That's you'll true. never think of that movie again. No. That's the best kind of art. That's that's art we should all be striving for. <laughs> Why, Benel? Why? Because we live in an awful world. No, bro. And that's what we deserve. We don't deserve beauty. Humanity Everything I make will be affecting... And lasting, no. and no. will imprint on people's souls. Absolutely and provocative. not. Provocative. You know I want 
and thought-provoking and other provoking things. Provoking them things. Here's the thing. No, you won't, because you're making this right now. How dare you? This is true, sort of, I guess. I make what right now. I'm doing a podcast about uh, the OG Shonen. Yeah, we're doing a podcast about a 25 year old, 35 almost 30 year old, 35 year old cartoon. We we are making nothing of substance. It's but it's a goaded cartoon. Hey, it's true, and without us, people would still know that. But <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is what we're saying. We're here to remind you. Hey, wasn't this show good? <laughs> show was good. Oh man, what is this? this is a good show. You guys ever hear this Dragon uh, Ball? We've made guys. What we're saying is no, 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 not nothing. Z. No, 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 <laughs> not Super. No, 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 just Dragon Ball. Yeah, you ever hear this? It's crazy, wild. <laughs> Yeah, Krillin's like a Very main killer. Bro, Yamcha's like a main character in this one. It's crazy. Oh, this show. Guess Krillin stayed a main right. character till well, the end. All right, hey, yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. We got we got a lot of shows to get through. Having to start. Okay, so uh, Goku consults the Dragon Radar and finds the uh, dragons due west from his location. Uh, and but it doesn't mean he doesn't uh, take a dip into pool. Meanwhile, on the ground below, the army marches to the land on the back of giant tanks. While that's happening, a young orphan decides that he's going to do something about his hunger, while Goku is taking the time to relax in a deep lake. Uh, when he does so, his, when he does as he does so, his stuff is stolen. He's been robbed by a thief. Uh, Goku rides King Tone Un and tries to get tracked down the thief, uh, while doing a flyby around a around a nearby forest Goku calls out to his noibo his power pole power to extend pole. and he's able to track his stuff down but the thief flees not before taking Goku's dragon radar and leaving his shoe the thief flees unlike Keith Lee <laughs> indubitably indubitably uh, this kid smells bad, and everybody says it. And yeah. I would like to say that this is a commentary about wealth disparity, but I don't think it is. I think he's just a poor kid who smells bad. He's just a poor kid. He smells bad. Goku decides that there's nothing he can do, and he will track down the Dragon Ball without it. Emperor Pilaf and Maya uh, find a small town, uh, which they discover is the source of the Dragon Ball. Uh, according to their dragon detector, uh, which is also the town that the dragon thief radar, the the dragon radar thief. God damn it, Benel. <laughs> it's okay. Is heading to. Yeah the 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 thief. Yeah he's yeah the thief is going to there and yeah they're all everyone's colluded everyone's colliding at this one town. Uh, also, that's also where the tanks are heading to, <laughs> just outside the town. The army men, the army men on, in the tanks shake down a local house, and the leader does a Hans Landa scene with the family. But instead of looking for Jews, he's looking for Dragon Ball. Now tell me, you don't mind if I smoke my pipe? Is that okay? Now tell me, it is. Uh, it was in my best interest to know if there are any Dragon Balls within the house. My job is to make sure there are no Dragon Balls. I then bet to report to my superiors that there are none. 
So, uh, any, now, I hate to inform you, as a matter of fact, anything you do to help with my job for search for the Dragon Balls will not be met with contempt, no, on the contrary, will be met with reward. Yeah, I, <laughs> first of all, astonished that you memorized that manual. Now, the fact that they are not reacting, I assume they do not speak. <laughs> they don't speak English. <laughs> when he says that, by the way, when he says that, my fucking blood runs. <laughs> I know, bro. It's so cold as fuck. <laughs> you're hiding your Dragon Balls underneath your floorboards, are you not? You're harboring enemies of the state. The Dragon Balls, are you, know, you not? <laughs> you know, you know. It's, it's funny because in the beginning he says, "I don't mind my name," like I don't mind right. the Jew Hunter. But when he's talking to Aldo and it's the end of the war. He's, like, upset that they keep calling him the Jew Hunter. Right. Like, it has worn on him. It's worn on him, yeah. Because the war is over. The yeah. war is over. Right. Uh, you know, Hitler's dead. Right. So he's like, well, the Jew Hunter. And he knows like, that that's, a, like a, that's a bad brand now. It's a bad brand now. Right. He, he, yeah, Landis like a snake. He's, like, shedding his skin. And that's yes. why Aldo, like, it's funny because Aldo's able to, it has a great sense of people. Yeah. Like he knows people, and he's like, he knows, like you're gonna shed your skin. You're gonna, you're just a snake. You're gonna right. shed your skin and be something else. So I'm gonna give you something you can't. Shed. He says, I'm gonna give you something you can't take off. Yep. Literally, people will know you're a fucking Nazi for the rest of your life. Yes, that's the whole point. Which of is that, like, yeah. Aldo Rain, underrated Brad Pitt role, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of my doesn't, favorite Brad Pitt roles. Doesn't uh doesn't really get enough credit for uh for for kind Gorlami. of <laughs> one more time Hor- Gorlami. <laughs> you know what's great? It's like he's basically playing he's basically playing a Coen Brothers character in the yeah in, in Tarantino movie. Fuck, I love the Coens too. Yeah, yeah. He was it's also like in he- that Coen in that one Coen Brothers uh, in the Burn After Reading. Is that he's a, he's great in Burn After Reading. I really <laughs> wish they would have. Cast him in one of his, uh, one of their westerns because I yeah. think like I, I know the 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 role of uh, the ranger went to uh, to to Matt Damon who's also great but I think like Brad Pitt would have done great in that role as well because he's like that's such a fucking cartoon yeah. like yeah I agree of a character until yeah. he doesn't until he's not a cartoon yeah in Trugger, he's like a cartoon until he's not a cartoon anymore yeah totally. I think people forget that the villain is Josh Brolin in that movie. Yeah, Josh Brolin's a villain, and he's like, kind of just like, kind of—he's—he's not a—he's not like a cartoon. He's just like, no. kind of just a shitty. He's just like a bad guy person. in the West. Yeah, he's like he was hes not over the top though. He's just like a normal bad guy. Yeah, he wasn't expect. He wasn't like yo, I yeah, you know, he wasn't like wah ha ha yeah, I killed. I will tie you to train wah. tracks, and I love killing he, your dad. It was great. Like it's more like. He's like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember that I killed your dad. Yeah, bro. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like. I can't he have, doesn't want to kill her. I can't, I like, can't have you telling people because then I'll get hanged. So yeah, he's like, yeah, he's not. He's evil in a banal, boring way. But they truly the banality of evil on display. <laughs> a lot of true yeah. grit is like the banality of the West, actually. Yeah, where it's like the <laughs> yeah. climax of the movie is a really long horse ride. <laughs> yeah, but but it's super tense because it's like this girl might die. Yeah, because, and the girl, 
loses his arm. Like she, she's maimed for the rest of her life. Yes, she got the guy that did it, right. but she's maimed for the rest of her life. And it's like, well, would you sacrifice your arm to kill the dude that killed your dad? And I don't, I think she's okay with it, but I don't she think is. anybody else is. Yeah, she's like, I'm at peace with this. She's right. like, this was a sacrifice I made. Yeah, and then, you know, they get saved and all that, so. She does survive, but she's like, yeah, this is a sacrifice I made to get the thing I wanted. But also, it's like, we see her, like, older in the end, and it's like, like, is she happy? Like, <laughs> yeah. does she live a fulfilling life? Not that she couldn't live a fulfilling life, bitch, because she only had one arm, but I'm like, it doesn't seem necessarily like there's, like, a, quote, happy ending to this. It's like, it's not like she went on to, like, be, like, you know. Exuberant. Like she, she just like kind of Cogburn kept, kept being alive. Cogburn, Cogburn becomes like a like you know like a wild west dandy and stuff, and she shows up, and he's like, "Oh, he already died." He's like, "Well, yeah, fuck, yeah." All right, this uh, whole episode is actually kind of a Coen Brothers episode of Dragon Ball. Is it? Yeah, it's a bunch of different plot lines coming together. Mm. But after reading, says so one of my favorite endings of all time. Hmm. Uh, oh, it's so good. What the, hey, what, what did we, we learn, learn from here? this? Uh, it's hard to say, sir. I guess we learned not to do it again. <laughs> Damn, Dino, if I know what we did. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> if I know we did. <laughs> yes, sir, it's hard to, it's hard to say. <laughs> like, sums up that fucking movie. It, it's it's the, almost the joy, the humor of, like, nihilism. Like, it's like... It's the it's the it's the meme where where someone goes nothing matters woohoo or whatever like it's like <laughs> yeah no, there wasn't no, a lesson no. there wasn't a lesson to these events <laughs> like, was, people died like if you, yeah people <laughs> died but it's not because like there wasn't anything to be gained or learned from these like it's just like a bunch of shit happened a bunch of shit happened in the and area probably point. nobody could have stopped it. <laughs> Yeah, could it? Could this have been prevented? I mean, Maybe. by luck, but not by like conscious effort, really. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah, no, no human could have been a part of this in a way that was no one, no human could have prevented this in a way that was satisfying. Yeah, there's not like a villain in this story. It's just like a bunch of shit happens. Yeah, there's no <laughs> no real bad guys here, but uh, but like people die. I guess there's no real bad guys. Just a bunch of. No real bad guys, just a bunch of dishonest people. Yeah. A bunch of like shallow like shallow people. Uh dishonest. Yeah, shallow, gullible. Gullible, silly, foolish, uh, maybe. Reactionary also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah reactionary. Yeah. But not like a yeah, tried and true yeah. villain. <laughs> just like yeah, this is a this is as Coen Brothers as it gets because it's just you know That's nothing what I love about really it. is gained. <laughs> That's what I love about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> in this episode, nothing really is gained. It's like it's one of my favorite movie endings of all time. It's like way up there. Yeah. I just like every time I think about it. <laughs> so good. Uh, so ever. Anyway. Uh, let, let's see. Where were we? So. Oh, so yeah, the he, army he, ransacks. Yeah, he drag. He, yeah. he he Hans Landa's that family. Yeah, and they uh, and the army ransacks at home and continues on the way. 
Uh, the thief who has successfully pawned the dragon radar, uh, despite being sinky, uh, makes his way out of town. While Emperor Pilaf takes time to shop for a new crown, when the pawn shop owner borrows Pilaf off to make a sale, he leaves the dragon radar outside. Goku tracks down the smelly thief to the outskirts of town and gives chase. Demand- Goku demands to know what the dragon radar is, but learns that the thief has sold it off. Meanwhile, Emperor mm. Pilaf is shopping and discovers that the shopkeeper possesses the four-star Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Goku's four-star Dragon Ball. Yep. Pilaf purchases. Yep. Pilaf purchases a Dragon Ball just as Goku arrives and finds Pilaf who's walking out with his Dragon Ball. Pilaf and Mei take off with Goku in hot pursuit, having taken back his Dragon Radar. But Pilaf's flying fortress provides backup, picking Mai and Pilaf up. The two escape. With Goku in hot pursuit. If the four-star Dragon Ball rolled into your house, would you offer it a glass of milk? <laughs> you wouldn't, because you don't like it. You don't know why you don't like the four-star Dragon Ball. You just know that you don't. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> yeah, I, this, by the way, this fucking yeah, shopkeeper he, guy, fuck this guy. <laughs> G- give me this kid 10 zenny like, yeah, for I, the fucking Dragon Raider. Fuck him. Yeah, it was, yeah. Also, non- Landa did believe in certain, you know, fucking weird German bullshit, like weird fucking um, comparing Jews to rats. You mean, or what do you mean? Stupid people. Oh, like like in the alphas, you think yeah, yeah. shit. You think he believed in like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. What's that weird Aryan bullshit that they, that that people believe? The Ubermensch, you mean, or the? Yeah, they Uberman shit. Like, you know, they they keep conservatives keep trying to sell blue us. Eyes, and like blue they, eyes, they're doing it now with people who are smarter or whatever. They're they're doing that now with alpha males and beta males and shit like that. Like it's the same. It's just eugenics. Based there on the go, wolf study that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based on, based on that bullshit wolf study that was proven untrue. Yeah, the eugenics. It's just different. You, yeah. Like, it's so funny how eugenics keep getting sold. To white us. supremacy is what you're saying, Ben. He believes in white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he believes in white supremacy. But he's not like... He's not like fucking... It's so funny. Like, white... Like, eugenics has been around for fucking years. And mm-hmm. has always been debunked. Even in the times that it comes out. And it just always comes back. I mean, same with racism, just in general. right? But yeah. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> here's the thing. Racism and eugenics... Eugenics is a... a the, it is the science for racists. That is what it is. Basically. It is a study for racists. Right. It is the only science that racists, like, fucking appreciate. Like, it's the only study. Like, literally, like, these motherfuckers can't, can't fucking put together two sentences, but they believe in eugenics. But, like, every racist is a fucking, you know, neural like a, a fucking genetic scientist. Every 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 white supremacist yeah. I've known has been supremely talented in their field. Yeah, all of them have college degrees of uh you know reputable. Not most of them do not have uh, undiagnosed <laughs> mental disorders. None of them have that. No, couldn't. No, couldn't. No, couldn't be. And they, they like, yeah. You're so stupid. Like I think my favorite thing, Benel, is anyway. 
every white supremacist comic I know is like supremely unfunny. That's the one way in which they're they're all. Aren't they all like? Isn't it like they're all failed comedians or writers or, or creators? Like they're people yeah, they're without terrible. imagination. Yeah, that's terrible. They're people yeah. without imagination. Yeah, they're they really have bad. like no. I mean, if like you know, you, that, get, I, you get to adulthood thinking that you know your skin color makes you better than people. What are like the odds? if you can't imagine, <laughs> what are the odds you're going to be a creative it, person? Maybe like that's the thing that makes white supremacy so fucking appealing to you because he's like, well, I can't make anything useful or interesting, but I'm white. Right. Is that? Yeah, that's kind that, of the, that can the be deal, my yeah. identity. Yeah, that can be my identity. That's kind of and the deal. I'm like, yeah. Jesus fuck. Yeah. What a terrible life. What a terrible life. Yeah, it's uh pretty hilarious. <laughs> pretty hilarious. Anyway, yeah, uh, what happened to Goku? Oh yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, 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 he's got the radar back. Yeah, he's got the radar back. Uh, he's going after Pilaf. Uh, right, but Pilaf discovers that the dragon detector in his fortress is still saying that the Dragon Ball is is in town. Mm-hmm. Soon the uh army marches into town and goes into the pawn shop when they discover that the shopkeeper has another four-star Dragon Ball. Yep. It turns out Dragon Balls are fakes. The Not real me. Dragon Ball isn't in the shop at all. It's on top of the shop in a bird's nest. And it's a six-star. And it's a six-star. Not even the star everybody wanted. Uh, the army killed... The army... And its leader kills the shopkeeper and takes off. The shot alerts the birds in the nest and causes it to flee, taking the dra- the six star Dragon Ball with them. Yeah, Goku, Pilaf, and all realize that the Dragon Ball is not where they're supposed to be, and that ends the episode. Yeah, they realize they've been had. Pilaf breaks the four star ball. The shopkeeper tries to sell the fake four star to the red ribbon guy, uh, red ribbon commander, who then breaks it up, drops on the floor and it breaks. And as he says, the real Dragon Balls are unbreakable. They're unbreakable. Um, and so they shoot him to death. Which, if he was just a guy scamming people with fake Dragon Balls. He, you know, deserves to go to jail for sure. But the fact that he, like, scammed that, like, literal fucking, uh... Homeless kid? Like, yeah, like a Fagin... <laughs> that, that, that unhoused child? Unhoused yeah. child, yeah. <laughs> what a, what a artful dodger or whatever. Uh, out of, like, a fuck ton of money. We never see that kid again. Maybe he'll show up in next episode. But it's just, like, that's just a homeless child walking around. And nothing to be done there, I guess. I'm not asking Kid Goku to solve homelessness in Dragon Ball, but it is kind of weird to just show a homeless child and then just have that thread <laughs> be a thing, you know? <laughs> I guess my point is, fuck the shopkeeper, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> glad he got shot to death. It's kind of weird. This is this is the first, like, death, death we see in Dragon Ball, right? 
Yeah, I believe so. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think we've seen someone get killed until now. We've so, seen people beaten up, but we've never seen anybody killed. Raising of the stakes, baby. These uh, military guys with the red ribbons on their arms. They'll kill you. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, how many, out of seven Dragon Balls, Ben and G, how many would you give this year episode? I'll give, I'll give this uh, a solid uh, three star. Okay, so Gentlemen not, three. Not very high, huh? Uh, I gotta agree with you. Uh, this scene with Pilaf is in talking to Shu, and that that scene felt like it took forever. Uh, it went yeah. on for so long. Uh, and I think all the best stuff was definitely the Hans Landa, the military guys doing stuff. They were definitely the, the spice. Yeah. Everything else was kind of mid. But the military guys are adding a, definitely a sense of danger, a sense of flair. To the, I feel like I'm over the Pilaf gang. Is this a hot yeah, take? Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, I kind of. They, they've done their arc. Yeah, they're very arc one. We, <laughs> we. I'm done with them. Let's move on to the Red Ribbon Army, right? That's how I feel. Um. Yeah. So yeah, now it's time to get to everyone's favorite segment of every show. It's plugs. But now, please tell the people at home about your wares. Guys, uh, you know, shit's got real. Uh, I ain't got no money to keep my uh my store going uh so if you're listening to this there's no flying lucha pig uh dot com anywhere for the time being <laughs> uh so if you want to support me just follow my uh instagram for um you know for my shows and stuff damn brother and also just send me money also just give me money <laughs> yeah that's uh that's rough uh, yeah, uh, you know, the deal is for us, patreon.com, uh, slash BOS pod, uh, gives you, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! and all the other things that Batak and Katie used to do. Uh, Gundam, Umusume Pretty Derby, all of Dragon Ball GT. Uh, there's also our sister show, Talking Naruto, and also, uh, Professional Wrestling Pod with me, Katie Rose. And, yeah, that's going to be it for us here. Uh, we'll see you next time for another episode of Ballin' Out Super Duper. I don't know where I'm headed most days. You could spin me around my hands covering my face Hear music so loud and it's all-